Hey, welcome to the Level Up Girl podcast. We pray that today's message bless you. Let's level up, girl. Hello, ladies. Welcome to Level Up Girl. I don't know if you ladies are ready for what's about to happen tonight, Mm. but we are super, super excited to have you. We are in season one, episode nine of Level Up Girl. Can you believe that? Mm. I can't, but hey, it's going by so fast and (laughs) I'm enjoying it. I'm just enjoying it and soaking it up. I don't know about y'all. We're super excited to be with you all tonight. Um, I want to wait a little bit till we get more ladies coming in or logging on. Hi, ladies. Thank you. Welcome, welcome. I don't know if they're ready for ladies night tonight, but I talk to come out here and just chill out with you girls. We are super happy that you can join us. Um, uh, somebody sent a message and said, Tuesdays is level up Tuesdays. Come on, somebody. <laughs> I don't know if I people are just logging on and saying, you know what? I deserve my level up Tuesdays. That's right. Today is your level up Tuesday. This is when we come in to this uh, uh, community of women that are tired of being tired and say, you know what? I need a movement. I need some action in my life that's going to help me start to, to just walk this out. And we are just super happy that you guys can join us tonight. Yes, we are. We want to go ahead and shout out all the ladies that are part of the Faith Squad. What? what? Faith Where Squad. Y'all at? Where y'all at? Leave a comment. Come yes. On. Say hello to us if you're from the Faith Squad. Amen. For those of you who are watching for the first time, if you don't know what the Faith Squad is, Pastor, do you want to let Yes, of course. <laughs> Faith Squad. It came out of. Uh, the story when the little girl uh, was asleep, according to Jesus, her dad and and the other people around were saying she was dead and they needed a miracle. And all of a sudden, uh, Jesus goes into the room. He tells everybody to get out of the room. In other words, he left the crowd outside. Mm. The only people that were allowed to get inside that room was the the mother and the father and a couple of his disciples. Only the people that would have enough faith to make this miracle happen. And so Jesus goes into this room and all of a sudden he says to this little girl, little girl, I say to you, arise. And all of a sudden, little girl got up. In other words, If you don't have a group of people, a community that will go into the room, I don't know who we're talking to. I don't know who's in the room tonight, but you know what? It's important who's in the room when you need a miracle. You can't have these doubters, Mm -hmm. these haters, backstabbers, people that just like to gossip. You need to have people of faith that are going to say, you know what? I'm going to lock arms with you. I'm going to believe God for your miracle. And when it's my turn, I know that I'm going to get mine. But right now we're going to believe for your miracle. And so that's how this whole thing started. We (laughs) said, you know what? This is not just a hype squad. This is a faith squad. And so if you want to be a part of that group, all you need to do is look us up in um, Facebook Mm -hmm. called Level Up Girl Faith Squad. There's a couple of questions because you have to be committed to this. This is not free of charge in that sense. There has to be a commitment. And that commitment is to make sure that you uh, log on every Tuesday, that you say to yourself, I'm going to promise myself 
that I am going to start my traction to changing. I don't need to start January 1st. I'm That's starting right, right now. And it. so when you commit to doing that, you're going to be watching every Tuesday and then also sharing all the marketing with other women that need to level up as well. Ladies, we have Demi, we have Tanya, we have Madeline, uh, Pastor Madeline, we have uh, Christina. We have a bunch of women that are logging on um, uh, all over the place. We have some Instagrammers. Um, and then we have Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. everybody, everybody. Amen. Praise the <laughs> Lord. Oh, there goes Terry. Ooh, God bless Terry. you, girl. We love you so much. Ladies, if you are logged on, please, please, please go ahead and share. We want to get this um, out to as many women as possible. Um, even men. I'm, I believe that even men can, uh, you know, gain some something out of what the topics that we discuss here every Tuesday. So. Um, go ahead and share it. I don't know. Send it to somebody, somebody that may be needing to hear these messages um, every week. Mm -hmm. This isn't just for the Christian. This is for everybody. We're talking about things that we as people go through, you know, and of course we want to add uh, a godly twist to it because we are believers. We believe in Jesus Christ. So that's very important that you say uh, say that because um, as the week transpired, I was thinking about that and I said, you know, sometimes people are reluctant to watch because they go to a different church mm. uh, because they belong to a different religion, um, whether it's, you know, it's Christianity, but maybe they're Pentecostal, maybe yeah. they're non-denominational, mm -hmm. maybe they're Baptist, Methodist, you know, something else, right? And a lot of people will say, you know what, you know, that's another church that's having mm -hmm, that kind of meeting. Mm -hmm. Listen up, ladies. This has nothing to do with denomination. This has nothing to do with what church you go to. We are not here recruiting anybody for any church. We are talking to women and, and, and we're trying to motivate each woman to come up to par, to come up to level. And so all we're doing is creating a community of women that will be able to help each other out, get up to level. In other words, this uh, a program, this podcast that we're having is just uh, for women by women. So we're just helping each other come up to the level and be the very best us that we can be wherever we are. Yes. So if you come up to level, you're going to benefit your church. If you come up to level, you're going to benefit your family. If you come up to level, you're going to benefit yourself in wherever you are. If you can say to yourself, I need to better myself. I need to invest in myself, and this is the day that I'm going to take to self-love, to self-care, to say, you know what, girl? You got this. Mm -hmm. You got this. And that's what Level Up Girl is all about. Yes. Oh, I love that. I'm motivated. <laughs> I'm encouraged. Amen. Amen. Well, tonight, it's, it's funny that, that you're saying that we're encouraged and motivated. Ladies, I got great news for you tonight after three long weeks of waiting for these things to come. It is hot off the press. I'm telling you, the shirts are burning on my lap right now. It's it's hot. Look at this. It is super hot. The shirts are in right in time for Christmas. Yes. You need to think about a couple of women life that you need to send the message to. Mm. Amen. I, I, I don't know way too many women that need to take some time for themselves they're always about everybody else and they need to self-love and self-care yes. and this is just a constant reminder that we need to come up to level listen ladies we only have a a, a quantity a specific yep. quantity 
what you're going to do is I have it on the screen now. You're going to go as soon as we finish here, you're going to go into www.lhm1.org. That's Luz Hernandez Ministries 1.org. You're going to go in there and you're going to order the shirts and we will ship them out to you. So as soon as we finish the broadcast, you can go ahead. Remember, we have a limited quantity. Mm -hmm. As soon as that quantity finishes, we're also already in the program to order some more. So, um, like I said, first come, first serve. Um, those ladies that have told us they want one, you still have to go to the website and order so that it can be properly shipped to you. Mm -hmm. Amen. So make sure that as soon as you finish this, that you order them. Please share this broadcast with somebody. Somebody got to listen to what we're going to be talking yes. about today. Amen. So why do we have this podcast, honey? Why do we have it, Pastor? <laughs> I'm going to throw, throw it back at me. <laughs> mm -mm, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, ladies, there are times in our lives that it is just so hard to do life by ourselves. Mm. Let me tell you, sometimes it gets so lonely, right? In that hamster wheel, we get up in the morning, we get ready for work. If we got kids, we take them to school, we go to work, we work our tails off, we come back, we pick them up, we give them dinner, clean the house, put them to bed, and we do that all week long. This podcast, this commitment that we're making to each other here, this is us trying to be to you what we needed when we were going through our desert. What we needed when we were going through our storms. And this is just us locking arms with you and saying, you know what? We understand exactly where you are. We are. Look at how God did this. And if he did it with us, he can do it with you. Mm, now, right. what we do here in the podcast is that we help each other assess the ruins, assess the damage, assess the things that are, have gone wrong. Maybe where we're paralyzed, where we're crippled. But it doesn't stop there. We don't only identify the problem. We also come up and talk about solutions, talk about things mm -hmm. that maybe are going to get our, our, our motion going, uh, get us into traction so that we can start moving and that paralysis can come in and cease in our life and we can be able to move forward. Amen. Amen. We've divided this into four segments um, that we're going to go over for those of you that are here for the first time. We're going to let you know what the four segments are all about. Um, like I said, thank you so much to the Faith Squad. They're on there. They're always engaging the other ladies. Thank you so much, ladies. You are part of this uh, ministry here that we have where we're helping each other. So make sure that you engage with each other as we are being interactive. But there are four segments, uh, Fani. So uh, for those that don't know, and if you know, well, you're going to know again. <laughs> the first one... Uh, <laughs> The first segment is entanglements um, is where we usually speak about scenario situations um, or just any situations we may be finding ourselves in, um, whether it's mental, emotional, spiritual, um, you know, things that have gotten you caught up. That is uh, the first segment that we typically uh, speak on. Uh, the second one is level up. It's just a wake up call. It's, mm -hmm. you know, how do how do we help you level up? How do you come up? up out of the situation mm -hmm. that you're in how do you build with those broken you know uh ruins pieces, pieces mm -hmm. that that you've been in for so long and so we typically like to encourage and uh speak on how we can level up out of those places um the third one is word um where that's when we bring uh the word of god in mm -hmm. um we typically read a a verse and then we kind of apply it to ourselves um, 
we believe in the word of God here. That's right. Um, and so we think that it's, it's super it's essential. important. Yes. It's essential. It's super um, to try to help you spiritually in that sense. And so that's why we definitely want to bring in the word of God. That's right. Um, and then lastly is affirmations. Affirmation comes from the word affirm. Mm-hmm. Uh, life and death are in the power of the tongue. And that's so right. we like to declare over all of you, over ourselves, that's you know, right. we believe that, um, those things help us and renew our mind every time we affirm ourselves. So, you know, those are definitely, it's, it's funny that, that you say that because many of us, we are so used to speaking death. Mm-hmm. We don't even notice when we're speaking death over yeah. our life. Every time a situation happens, we want to look at the uh, negative side. Mm-hmm. And, and before we even think something comes out of our mouth mm-hmm. and, and, and then instead of saying, you know, what, I'm going to speak faith. We start speaking death over our situation. I don't think that's going to happen. You know, I'm up for a promotion. I don't even consider me. So-and-so is so much better than I am. You know, um, they have other people Mm. that they're considering. And all of a sudden, we start triggering these these death talks, right? Uh, Speeches. And so here, we're trying to retrain our minds to speak life. We have that choice. Yes, definitely. And so that's yeah, yeah. that's what we uh, do at the end when we affirm. So today's entanglement, ladies, are you ready? Where is the drum roll, please? Come on, somebody. Today's entanglement that we're talking about here in episode nine of season one in Level Up Girl, it is identity crisis versus purpose. Again, I'm going to say mm. it. It is identity crisis versus purpose. Wow. Y'all ready? Listen to this. So we looked at the definition of what an identity crisis is because many of us have them. Mm -hmm. And sometimes maybe we might misuse the word or maybe we might misuse the concept because we don't know exactly what it is. But the definition says like this. It says identity crisis, personal psycho conflict, especially in adolescence that involves confusion about one's uh, social role, often a sense of loss of continuity personality Mm -hmm. that is the um definition that uh you know the the computer gives us so in other words it's a state of confusion Mm -hmm. that's that's what it's it's really telling us now this is the question that we have for you tonight ladies have you struggled with figuring out who you are or what your purpose in life is again i'm gonna to ask you because it is important for us to detain ourselves we're we're so busy just going 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 Mm. going that we we hardly seldom stop to self-assess that's right to say wow am i am i going through this Mm. it it, you know are they talking about me tonight jesus (laughs) have i been asking me uh, myself this question subconsciously Mm. without even knowing it so have you struggled with figuring out who you are or what your purpose in life is. Have you done that? I We all do. Yep. At one point or the other, we all ask ourselves, what am I here for? Mm-hmm. Why was I born? What does God want with me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all ask ourselves that. I mean, I, I've been in that place, have you? Yes, definitely. It's funny, I, I was reading something um earlier this week that said there's one there's one question that um is super difficult for many of us to answer so many times and that uh, question is um tell me a little bit about you or Mm -hmm. tell me something tell me something about about yourself and it's like when you You draw a blank when you don't know who you are you're like wow 
really i don't know well let me let me tell you what we do say <laughs> let me tell you what we do say because this is exactly what we were talking about where somebody asks you tell me a little bit about yourself mm -hmm. you know what we what we uh uh go to or or what we start to refer to we start to refer to what we do for a living yeah isn't that the craziest thing <laughs> tell me a little bit about yourself yeah well i managed the company that yep, i've worked yep. for 15 years mm -hmm. and um i'm the senior executive of the executive senior executive <laughs> and every time somebody says tell me a little bit about mm -hmm. yourself we identify ourselves with our child yeah oh my gosh yeah so what happens when we're not in that job any longer mm. do we lose our identity that happens with, with relationships as well oh my goodness don't break up now oh my gosh because who are you without that person and you know what i think that that's when an identity crisis happens mm -hmm. when we when we can't identify who we are without the person that we used to be with without the job that we used to have because we hide behind these roles these titles mm. and we think the titles are us and we are the titles mm. and without the titles then we say who are we what That's are right. we here for what is my purpose yeah. my lord it's kind of deep <laughs> now let me tell you this we may ask how do i know if i'm going through an identity crisis right uh you may be questioning your sense of self or identity uh and it can be due to changes in life mm -hmm. right as we researched this we found that um there's different things that happen in our life that can make us uh start to have an identity mm -hmm. crisis it could be life stressors uh our childhood may remembering our our childhood or maybe just going through trends i think one of the biggest things that we go through is transitions every season of our lives we are changing if you're not busy changing you're busy dying mm, come on anything that is alive changes it evolves mm -hmm. oh my lord That's good my lord if you are alive if you have blood pumping through your veins you're gonna change you're gonna evolve there's things that are gonna come and go addition mm -hmm. subtractions multiplications divisions and with each of those things we have to be grounded in who we really are mm -hmm. because none none of those things identify us that's right oh my lord we have to have a foundation and so when we go through these transitional stages if we get to the point where we're transitioning in life and we're not where we thought we should be uh, uh we're not doing what we thought we should have been doing you know mm -hmm. a lot of us women we have like a timeline. There's some ladies that yeah. do that, right? Oh, yeah. Listen, when I'm 25, I'm gonna be married to the man of my dreams. And then I'm gonna have five kids. I'm gonna live in a big house mm -hmm. with a white picket fence. I'm gonna have two dogs. Yeah. We even know the colors of the wedding. We know who our bride gonna be, what kind of flowers we want, the look of the dress. We have everything planned out. And when those things don't happen, the way we planned it out in our journals, in our minds, all of a sudden there is a crisis. Yes. Jesus. Oh my Lord. Hmm. Pastor, I read an, an article and I want, um, because I, I think is, is deep. Um, it says developing a solid sense of identity requires years and cannot be accomplished early.
It is not until after 18 years of age that a person is able to properly assess whether or not they developed a strong sense of art. Understanding who you are means that you can identify the characteristics, traits, talents, gifts, interests that distinguish you from other people. Mm. Not only can you identify these things, also be comfortable and appreciate your unique. Oh my Lord. That's super important. Yeah, definitely. Um, And then it says here, a person who is confused takes on a similar personality to a parent or peer instead of developing their own. Or they take on a personality designed for them by someone else. In either case, they do not develop their uniqueness or take pride in it. Um, Pastor, I I spoke about this probably like... last episode or two episodes ago where I was speaking on how as I was growing up, I couldn't figure out who I was. And so every person that I would come in contact with, I would take pieces from who they were and try to make my identity based off of that. But you know what? That doesn't work for long, for long, because you know, in, in yourself, you can feel it inside that you were created for something else. But here you are trying to fit pieces that don't fit pieces that don't fit. And so we start to get frustrated because we, it's just not fitting. You know, you're not happy. You know, uh, uh, life isn't looking how you thought it should look. Come on. Um, You're going through things, uh, uh, being in the wrong relationships with people, dealing with people. Yeah. So it gets to a place where you're frustrated. I don't know if you felt like that before pastor. Let me tell you, um, it, it's happened to me. Um, like, you know, in everybody has a different case. For you, you were grabbing uh, bits and pieces, trying to make one picture in a puzzle, mm-hmm. right? So you're taking this little puzzle piece and that one, and you're puzzling your identity together based on other people around you, right? Your surroundings. With me, because, you know, as a child, I was pretty much left um, because my mom was looking for a better future. And when she came to the U.S., it wasn't in, in the proper terms. So she couldn't go back to get me. Mm. So it, it, I felt like I was abandoned. I felt like I was rejected because I was left. You know, my mom never saw my first steps, my mm-hmm. my first words, none of that. And so all my life, I felt rejected. I felt mm-hmm. abandoned. Even though it was for a good cause, I suffered much mm-hmm. because of that abandonment. And so in my life, what happened was a little different. I became a, a people pleaser. Um, because I was so scared that I was going to be rejected again, because I was so scared that I was going to be abandoned again. And because I didn't want to be abandoned or rejected. I, I, every time somebody asked me to do something, even if I couldn't do it, I would do it. And I would drive myself ragged because I was trying to please everybody Mm. so that I can have love in return. Right. Oh, my love. And, and, and I think that one of the things that, that happens is that when you become a people pleaser, and you see what you get from it, right? You see that you get acceptance, that you get love, which is what you wanted in the first place, what you're fighting for. All of a sudden, you become that people pleaser mm. and you think that I... So now you can never say no to anybody. And every time somebody asks you for something, even if you can't do it, even if it's out of your reach, you will go above and beyond. You would bend over backwards mm. to say yes all the time because... You've attached your self-worth, your self-image to being a people pleaser because of the fear of being rejected, being unloved, 
being abandoned. Mm. And so my identity became this people pleaser because it attached to what I was trying to gain, which was love and acceptance. Mm, that's deep. So that, that became my identity. Yeah. So I think that there's different scenarios that every person individually probably, you know, maybe going through or have experienced where, you know, they can tell a story about mm. how, you know, they went through their mm. own identity crisis or they couldn't figure out who they were. I mean, for me, I explained minds. I was trying to, you know, fit pieces to this picture that just wouldn't fit. Mm. And so I was frustrated for Pastor Lucy, it's something different. And I don't know what it is for you. And it's time to assess those. Come on. Um, it's it's important for it us. It is. It's definitely important. Um, I don't know if they're ready, but it's level up time. I think it is. I think sometimes we dwell too long in these uh, patterns. Uh, I, I think la last week uh, we or the two weeks before, we were talking about self-image, right? Mm -hmm. How our self-image is built and how we're not uh, um, conformed with what we got or content with what we got to the point that we're measuring ourselves up to somebody else. Mm. The only reason that we measure ourselves to somebody else is because we're not comfortable in our own skin. And so we're trying to always evolve into something that we weren't created mm. to be. And so whatever you mustered up to become in order to kind of shelter the person that you thought was gonna be hurt or the person that was gonna be left behind, that person that you made up might not be who you really are. And that's when we come into crisis. Yes, you know, as I was reading today, I read something that says, uh, when you look at a lily or when you flower, you don't see the flower trying to be a tree. It just, it just knows that it's a flower, Oh my Lord. you know? And why is it that we as people, we always try to be everything else, everybody else, trying mm. to be different. When God created us in in the, in his image, you know, he created us uniquely. And so many times, you know, it's just as simple as looking at a flower and saying, wow, the flower is a flower and it doesn't want to be anything else but a flower. It's never going to be anything else. That's right. <laughs> and so we kind of have to look at little simple things like that and be like, wow, that just spoke to me. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So so how do we level up from that? How do we get to that point? How do we get to the place where we feel like we know we were created for something more than just the lives that we're living in, that mediocre place that we yeah. find ourselves in or that uh, crippled place that we're uh, uh, surrounded by or the paralysis that has marked our lives? Let me tell you something. When we talked about Mephibosheth and we said, you know what? He was characterized by that crippleness, mm -hmm. by, by that paralysis. That was his identity. Mm. When they said, when David said, and I, I feel God even saying it, when David said, I need to show my kindness to somebody. Ziba, is there anybody else from the house of Saul? Mm. The first thing that Ziba said, yeah, there is a crippled man. They identified him by mm. his paralysis. Come on, Jesus. somebody. Who's looking at you and saying, yeah, you know that single mother? Mm. You know, that girl that we know that, you know, the pothead, you know, that girl. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, the things that have paralyzed us become our identifier. Mm -hmm. And people will start calling us that. And then we will start calling ourselves that. You know, that abandoned girl, you know, that rejected girl. Mm -hmm. Have you ever heard that? You know, that reject. Yep. That reject. Yep. You know, that hood rat. You know mm -hmm. who I'm talking about. Yep. And all of a sudden, these identifiers become our identity it doesn't you know what's sad that even sometimes when people start identifying you negatively in those ways 
you start accepting it and believing Hello? it. You, and you start, start thinking that Ugh. it's okay to say, oh yeah, I'm 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 that, you know, I'm mm -hmm. that. And you try to make it cool, but you know deep inside it's hurting like, you. It hurts you. It and breaks you. You don't want to be that. Like you want to be a butterfly and here they're calling you a worm. You Come feel on. me? Like, so it it hurts. And a lot of times, since we don't know how to get out of that, since we don't know how to level up out of that we we stay in that place and we try to make it funny or try to make it seem like it's cool to be called mm -hmm. whatever it is that they're calling mm -hmm. you you know and try to make it cute when in reality is not mm -hmm. it really is and and you know it happens a lot in school yeah that, that's when we get into that bullying yes. and all that stuff when somebody says oh look at chunky over there or mm -hmm. look at the nerd or yeah. you know look at this or that you know all of a sudden we start identifying with that i think that's that's problem lies when we let people's uh, labels mm. of us become our identity yeah, or funny. or maybe an outside source become our identity so the one thing that i think can turn 180 degree right that can change our perspective because leveling up is that is changing our perspective on that entanglement mm, yes an entanglement can be just that same thing it's that thought it's that mind frame is that system of thinking of you know what i am the label that they gave me mm -hmm. you know our parents give us label mm hi -hmm. oh, you're so stupid mm. what are you retarded you don't get it you're so slow it's funny <laughs> even with nicknames we'll do that oh my oh, gosh oh look the, the baby she's chubby when she's little and you call her golda Hey, Golda. Hey, Golda. Now the girl, she's skinny now, and you done called her Golda all her life, and now she's like, oh, I'm Golda. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm overweight. Yeah. I'm overweight. <laughs> and all of a sudden, these things happen to go ahead and stick to our self-image. Mm -hmm. We start ourselves or even critiquing ourselves mm -hmm. by the, that somebody else has put on us. Yeah. And sometimes we don't even know the damage that we're doing us mothers to our children, sometimes out of frustration. And I get it, I'm a mom, I have three small ones, okay? And sometimes when they're running me ragged and I'm, I'm at my wit's end because I'm stressed out and because I have so much on my plate and because maybe I haven't eaten or drank my coffee and I'm just flying off the handle and you know, you blurt out things and all of a sudden you catch yourself and what the heck did I just do? Am I doing what my parents did to me? Mm. I swore I would never do that. I swore I would never say that. That's deep. I swore that I would never reproduce that pain and hurt, the label that I was given, that I wouldn't do that to my children. Mm -hmm. Or I wouldn't do it to somebody else. Yeah, let me tell you something. In, in the secular world, because we Christians, we shouldn't be doing that. But there's a lot of people out there that, you know, they're still dangling half in, half mm -hmm. out. I did that for a long time. I ain't criticizing anybody. I'm not judging nobody. But have you ever seen those girls that, and, and, and I this a lot, and I still see it because we're on social media. Girls, they'd be, they be referring to each other as B-I-T-C-H. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yo, B-I-T-C-H, what's up? Yep. And, and they think it's cool. I'm like, don't you be calling me that because mm -hmm. I forget I'm a, I'm a Christian. I'm from the side <laughs> south of, of the kingdom. I don't know. But let me tell you something. That's so degrading. Yeah. Why would we women that can see eye to eye be degrading ourselves by calling us female dogs? I mean, when did that become cool? Mm -hmm. 
I don't know. Maybe I'm old fashioned. I just, that's, you know, don't, don't be calling me that. Cause you know, we ain't cool <laughs> like that. But what I'm saying, a lot of the times we women disrespect each other. We want to be respected, but we disrespect each other. Yeah. We think it's cool. We mm -hmm. think, you know what? That's that's my girl. That's my B-I-T-C-H. What's up? It's funny because it's like, okay, if you're my friend and you call me that, we good. But if you're not my friend and you call me it's that, a problem. it's a problem. So you kind of contradict yourself as a, like, you're confusing me. You could me. I don't know what you are. What are you? Do you know what you are? You know, in that case. So many things out there that people will label us as, whether it was our mistakes whether it's the way we grew up, whether, you know, whether it's, you know, a relationship that tried to define us, whatever those things around us, you know, the things that surround us can never be the essence that we carry inside. Mm. And so the one word that we're going to give you tonight in order for you to level up, the word is called purpose. purpose. That's why we said this is going to be identity crisis versus purpose. Because purpose is totally different than having an identity crisis. Purpose is a design, and, and you're going to let us know what that is. What is purpose? Purpose is the reason for which something is done, created, or for which something exists. Um, as, I, as I read this practical definition, it made me think of God and how in the beginning in Genesis, he created all things. You don't exi exist by accident which lets me know that you have purpose. I mean, if you, if you read the definition, purpose is the reason for which something is done, created, or why it exists or for mm. what, what it exists. And so in the beginning, when God was creating all things, all things had purpose. Come on. Uh, a lot of the times, and, and I just want to add this because um, I just saw one of the girls uh, write a little bit about her testimony and, and, she was always she said she's trying to plead her her please her ex and he wanted her to dance all erotic and mm. all this stuff and i could relate to that because we've all been in relationships where we want to keep the relationship so bad that we're willing to do anything and everything even to the point that we're degrading ourselves and i think that that's so deep sis i think that that's so brave of you to even mention that and and how that is just so degrading to us. Mm -hmm. But all of mm -hmm. a sudden we identify ourselves with, you know what? A lot of us do that even with our weight. Like if we're dating somebody that wants a, 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 a Playboy bunny, right? We got to always look good and we always have to be serving the girls up yeah, and, and yeah. be all tight. And, and you know what? If I have five, five pounds overweight, I better work it out because it take my man. Mm. I, got, I got to be working for that all the time, right? And, and let me tell you, that's exhausting. That's exhausting when you always got to be serving it up and, 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 and listen, after a certain while, things go south. Mm -hmm. you, you need somebody's going to love you for you. Have a couple kids. Come on, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll talk, right? <laughs> listen to me. Listen, Linda, listen, right? <laughs> you have to understand that you are not that Playboy bunny or you shouldn't be expected to be that Playboy bunny. Mm -hmm. if, you, if you like to dress up, that's fine. But you know what, that, that doesn't define who you are. You have so many other qualities. And when you move into the aspect of purpose, which is a deeper sense of what you were created for, like Fanny was saying, then you understand, like uh, she's talking about, you know, nature before. If you look at nature, nature itself reveals what purpose is all about. You know, when you look at a tree, you can see the biggest tree in the forest. Do you know that that tree started off as a seed? 
a seed that maybe was as smaller than than maybe a, a a little thing that you can see it was dropped into the ground and it grew into its you know magnificent height you know trees if you look at them they serve so many different purposes right uh, uh they serve for, for us to be able to breathe many of of the trees give fruit so we can eat you know birds sit on them and lay on them all day long or you can have some some uh, uh trees and uh, that are used for furniture or for doing other things construction any of those things so if god can create one thing out of a seed so small that holds all the dna of mm -hmm. everything that it will become forever and ever and ever don't tell me that you're going to look at it in my face and say i have no purpose i was created by accident yeah, or questioning what you know i like you said i have no purpose or what yeah. is my purpose we have to understand that god is a purposeful mm -hmm. god he doesn't do th things haphazardly by mistake and oops maybe your mom said you were an oops yeah. i wasn't planning for her i didn't want no more kids my mom said it right in my face she's like i didn't want to get pregnant I didn't want no kids. Your dad wanted one. I guess he got one. He got a couple. Let me tell you. But that's the funniest part because our parents will describe us in a way, but the word of God, we know that the Bible says that he knew us before we were formed in our in our mother's womb. In other words, that word know is relationship. Ooh, love it. He knew our identity he knew our purpose for the reason that he was sending us to this place my god if you're walking around with your head laying low and looking down and feeling sorry for yourself girlfriend we're gonna call you to level up tonight yes, yes. this is time to stop the pity party you better send those people that thought your funeral was gonna go on and you better tell them you better cancel the funeral because i'm gonna be around for a while and now i know why i'm here so now I become lethal. Because <laughs> when you find out what your purpose is, the devil cannot play games with you. Come on. Uh, the man that's playing a game with you right now, he can't play no games with you because you know why you were created. Mm. And when you, I always, I always say this, a woman is dangerous when she knows what her purpose is. Amen to that. Mm. I love it. Where are the dangerous women tonight? That's a I wish, I wish I had a whoop, whoop. Out there, somebody <laughs> better tell me they're dangerous. Mm. The psalmist said in Psalms 50, I cry out to God most high, to God who fulfills mm. his mm. purpose for me. Lord. I don't know where you have been searching to find purpose, but I feel this verse to the core because mm. uh, in the only place I was able to find, uh, fully find my purpose was in God. That's right. And so when I read this verse, I was like, wow, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, mm. that I was able to find my purpose in you. That's right. That's right. Amen. One of my favorite verses is Jeremiah 29, 11. Um, it says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. That's right. Plans to give you hope and a future. And although this verse was speaking to a specific group of people, I've seen God work this way in my life. My Lord. And so I believe and I declare that he has plans for you and with you as well. Mm -hmm. Amen. I think a lot of the times, because we're so concentrate, uh, concentrated on so many other things that are outside sources, mm -hmm. we forget to look within. We forget to ask the one who made us what our purpose is. 
And so I, you know, I, I dare you, I motivate you tonight to say, you know what, I might not know what my purpose is, but I know who holds my purpose. Mm. I know who created me. And I always, I always say this, everything that is created, whether it's a car, whether it's an electronic, whether it's a, a, an appliance. I mean, everybody here has refrigerators, dishwashers, washers and dryers. They got a car. Whenever you purchase any of these products, it comes with an owner's manual. Mm. That owner's manual will always tell you what that product was created to do. Have you ever bought a phone? Maybe those that are into iPhones, you buy the new iPhone and it comes with so many upgrades. And unless you read the owner's manual, you will not know all those tricks mm -hmm. of the trade that they upgraded it to. Okay. So you want to be able to use the technology to the best of its capability. You need to read the owner's manual. The person that created that new app mm -hmm. is going to tell you everything that that app can do. Yep. So you have the phone and you're struggling with this stuff. This just happened to me, by the way. And I'm going in my phone and I'm I'm struggling with all of a sudden my daughter, 15 years old, as young as she is and as old as I am, she takes the phone and she says, Mom, why are you doing it? That, that's the long way, Mom. Why don't you do it this way? She pressed one <laughs> button and she did what I was trying to do for an hour. Mm -hmm. And I said, what? Mom, you didn't know that? I said, well, maybe I knew it, but uh, I, I couldn't figure it out because I was embarrassed to tell her that I... I didn't read the owner's manual. I don't know what the upgrades are. I just push the update button. What, what is that thing that they, there's updates, right? Mm -hmm. And you got to update and you update the phone and all these things happen and all these new capabilities. I didn't read the owner's manual. I didn't read the updates. I don't know what things changed. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we're running around with ourselves without asking the owner for the manual. Come on, that's good. Come on, somebody. Where's the, the owner's manual? For us, it's the word of God. Our owner's manual is the word of God. Basic instructions before leaving earth. That's what the Bible's all mm. about. When you look at the Bible, okay, inspired by your creator, he's tell you everything you need to know about your life and how to best use your life. And some. Here. Come and on, somebody. Some. My Lord. So... <laughs> What do we need to do? We have a couple of points that we're going to tell you. First and foremost, you got to make some personal changes. You got to make a decision to want to follow God and desire his will and purpose for your life. This is where it gets a little, a little hairy. Mm -hmm. Let me say it gets a little hairy because we start fighting with the will of God against the will of man. Oh, your own will. Exactly. All of a sudden, Lord, have your way with me. And the moment God starts to break some stuff, you say, ouch, that hurts. Yeah, I'm good. Let me just go my way. You know, easier. There, there might be a shortcut. <laughs> Are you sure there is no shortcuts? Because this hurts too much. And all of a sudden, when we go onto the potter's wheel and God starts to, to, to chisel us, to give us the form, this is making me dizzy. Are you sure this is the best way? Because... There has to be a better way. Mm. There has to be a less painful way that I can get out of a, a, a toxic relationship. There has to be a way, a better way to find myself here. Mm. There is no shortcuts. There is not. There isn't any. So you have to make the decision to follow God and follow his will. 
so that you can be able to find a purpose for your life. Number two, you got to turn to the Bible. We just said owner's manual. You're going to find everything you need to know about yourself by looking at all the different characters. Listen, the Bible says uh, uh, in, uh, um, I think it's Ecclesiastics, where it says, uh, um, there's nothing new under the sun or the songs of Solomon, one of the two. Ecclesiastics. Ecclesiastics. Listen, it says that there's nothing new under the sun. In other words, if you look at all these people that came and went, you're going to be able to see yourself in some of these characters. Yes. You're going to see some traits that maybe you're, they're similar to yours. Maybe some purposes that are going to be similar to yours. Mm -hmm. Maybe the way God used them, you, you know that that's your passion. You know that God is going to use you in the same way. So we have to turn to the word of God. We have to turn to what God says we are. We have to, he knows better than we do. That's right. And so we got to turn to the Bible, the word of God, because it reveals to us what God wants mm -hmm. for us, right? Mm -hmm. It will give us the direct. Bible says that the word of God is a lamp onto my feet. Mm -hmm. It will show me the directions that I need to go. Imagine you walking in a, in a dark place and the Bible is like the lamp. And get on the road and it's showing you where the road is. That way you don't trip over nothing. Mm -hmm. That way you don't take the wrong steps. Mm -hmm. That's what the word of God is to us. And number three, we need to pray for direction, right? The Bible talks of the secret place. The Bible mm -hmm. says, go into your secret place. Close the door behind you. In other words, leave the crowd behind. This is between you and God. They don't need to know what God is doing in your life. Because this transformation, like she was talking about, that worm turning into that butterfly, that moment, that metamorphosis, that transformation happens in a cocoon. Mm -hmm. The cocoon is a place that nobody else can go except for that worm. Nature will start to un unfold and wrap itself around the worm until it's time. Now, let me tell you something about that process. Mm. That is called transition. And when you're in that cocoon, it, all of a sudden it stops moving. It, it looks like it's lifeless. It looks like nothing is happening. Nothing is changing. Nothing is moving. And many times when we're in the process of transition, of letting God mold us and transform us, you might be quiet for a little bit. It might look like God is not doing nothing. It looks like you're not making any progress. And you might be on the ninth episode of Level Up Girl. You might be looking at the girl next to you you saying, Girl, I haven't leveled up just yet. <laughs> I don't know if I'm wasting my time with level up, girl, because everybody's leveling up except for this girl. And all of a sudden, God wants to let you know right here, right now, on sin one, episode nine, that although it might be quiet inside the cocoon, the words that we've been speaking for the nine episodes that we talked about, they are working inside of you. They're transforming you for the renewing of your mind so that when you evolve and come out as the beautiful butterfly the transformation will have happened and what happened on the inside people will be able to see it on the outside Amen. my lord i feel god just going through that because we you know we we get desperate mm -hmm. we want change so bad that mm -hmm. we want it here we want it now and there is no shortcuts to transformation you have to be consistent. You have to continue to hammer at it. Let God continue to chisel you. 
put you through the fire. Mm -hmm. We went through that. That's right. It was heartbreaking. There was times that you wanted to give up <laughs> and you looked and you're like, really, this is what this is cracked up to be. You know, I believe that even in our journey and our hmm. walk, there's always transition going on. It's just, it doesn't stop. And so maybe you feel like, maybe you feel like you've already went through like your first transition, right? And then as you keep going through this journey, there goes another, another transition. You know, God may be trying to teach you something. God may be trying to show you some new thing things or uh like pastor is saying mold your character because you know we are a work in progress we're not we're not perfection you Come know on. and so we always need those uh uh transitional moments that's right um so it i feel like we're always going to be going through that and right now like i love what you just said because it's speaking even to me you know, I can sit up here and speak to you ladies, but I also receive from everything that we're I'm receiving also about like there's times where I still, you know, wonder, God, where am I right now? What mm -hmm. season am I in right now? And, you know, lately I've kind of been in that place. So as you are speaking, I'm receiving, mm. it, you know, and it's so, so deep. And I know that this is definitely touching the women out there. Amen. Amen. It's important to understand that when we are vessels of God. What we speak out also comes right back in. Remember, mm -hmm. it's going through the vessel. So it touches the vessel first and then it goes out mm -hmm. there. You know, when we start being used by the Lord, we learn. Yeah, We're touched. We're transformed. We get it as we encourage mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. Amen. So we're here together going through. This is why we always say this is for women, by women. Mm -hmm. Not taking ourselves out of the equation because we're That's still right. being transformed by the renewal mm -hmm. of our mind, by the renewal and the transitions that God is taking us through. So those are a couple of things that I think we need to do. We need to go into that secret place. We need to get alone with God. Mm -hmm. And even though nothing is moving, nothing is changing, you know, we walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. So even when, when, when things look like nothing's happening, that song that we love to sing, right? Because mm -hmm. we love to sing. We could sing, but do we but, but would, do we believe what we're singing? Even though I can't see it, he's working. Mm -hmm. He's a way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, Amen. light in the darkness. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times we sing these songs and when we're going through the things, we don't remember the words or the lyrics because it was just a song, mm -hmm. but you got to understand that you need to minister to yourself even when you're singing. It's like an encouragement. It's like a pat on the back it's saying, you know what? You got this. Come mm -hmm. on. Even though you can't see it, he's working. Right. Even though I don't see it, he's working. And you continue to, if you could repeat that to yourself. My God, yes. You so are good. preaching to yourself. You so don't need good. to sit somewhere and be like, oh, I need to listen to my favorite preacher. Mm -hmm. No, preach to yourself. I need a word. You need a word, get into the, the word, <laughs> you know, sing to yourself, sing to yourself, sing to yourself and tell yourself, he, yourself, even when I don't see it, he's working. Mm -hmm. He never stops. He never stops working. And when you start to say that to yourself, you're like, wow, that's right. I can't see it, but I know mm -hmm. he's working because I walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. He Amen. told me he's going to change my life and I'm putting in the work. I'm not sitting around just waiting for it. Mm -hmm. It's a happen. Mm -hmm. I'm doing my part because faith without works is dead. So I'm doing my part. God is going to do his part. I always say this, that, you know, God does the impossible, but we have to do the possible. Mm -hmm. He ain't going to come here and do what I have to do. I got a job to do. 
The job is to invest in myself, to get along with God, to ask him to have a relationship with him so that he can permeate me, so that he can have his essence around me. So when I walk out there, I can shine. Man, you look like you've been spending time with the Lord. Jesus. My God. I don't know if you can tell when a woman is pregnant, when you see that glow, mm -hmm. let me tell you something. You know when a woman is glowing? When she spends time with her creator. Jesus. Oh my God. I, fe I feel God speaking to some women, breaking some chains, breaking some mindsets, mm. breaking some paralysis, some crippleness. I pray and I declare right now that you are listening to the word of God and it's going and seeping into your hearts and your spirits and something is awakening in you tonight right here right now amen amen we have to seek purpose go ahead funny um i want to go into the word right now um i'm gonna be reading out of exodus 3 verse 4 through um 8 and then from verse 10 through 14 so I don't know if uh, one of you ladies want to write it down. Somebody can write it down there. So we're doing Exodus 3, verses 4 through 8. 4 through 8. And then 10 through 14. And then 10 through 14. I'm going to be speaking about a person that was going through something similar um, of what we're talking about. And his name is Moses. Mm. I don't know who knows the story of Moses, but let's get into it. Um, it says... When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called to called to him from within the bush, Moses, Moses. And Moses said, here I am. Do not come any closer, God said. Take off your sandals for the place where you are standing is holy ground. Then he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. At this, Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. Mm. The Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard them crying out be slave drivers, and I am con uh, concerned about their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey. Verse 10. So now go, I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring mm. the Israelites out of Egypt? And God said, I will be with you. And this will be the sign to you that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God on this mountain. Moses said to God, suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent to you. And they asked me his name. Then what shall I tell them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I I am has sent me to you. Mm, my Lord. Jesus, Jesus. When I read that, when I read that, I, I can see a Moses that didn't know his identity. My Lord. I see a Moses that didn't know he had a purpose. Moses was raised uh, under the roof of Egyptians of Pharaoh. He killed an Egyptian for bullying a Hebrew. He tried to stop two Hebrews from fighting who then throw in his face that he was a murderer. He then runs away. God shows up to speak to him, to give him instructions on what to do. But Moses questions God. 
He obviously didn't believe in himself to go do what God had asked him, nor did he believe in that moment that God would uh, back him up for going back to Egypt to set the captives free. Mm. And like I said, I see a lack of identity and a My person God. who thought had no, because Moses was living a regular life after he uh, ran away from Egypt. He just went and just built a life and he was just taking care of some animals and, you know, just living in a, a regular old life. Um, he didn't know he was uh, going to be chosen or be used to a greater capacity by God, but he accepted the challenge anyways. That's funny. <laughs> it It's crazy, right? Because I, I can imagine Mo Moses at that moment, he's like, goes to this, this bush. God speaks to him and tells him, hey, um, let me tell you my plan. Mm -hmm. You know, I have this plan. Moses was just going about his regular day. He wasn't expecting from for God to come in a bush and, and start telling him, listen, this is what I'm going to do for you. And, it, and it's funny because, um, even, even when you read the story back when he was still in Egypt, he was still living his regular old life. It's crazy. God had to get him out of there in order to work uh, through him to be able to free these people. And he did not even know that that's back uh, where he was going to end up going mm. back to, um, and many times we find ourselves in that place, right? We don't know what our purpose is. We don't mm. know our identity. Here comes God. God says, this is what I'm going to do with you. And in the midst of God saying, listen, I need you to do this. You're still doubtful. You still don't believe. You still uh, don't think that you're capable Come to on. be that person, to, to work at a greater capacity. But when I see what God did through Moses, I'm like, that encourages me. That encourages me so much because uh, I believe it was it Moses that had the stuttering issue as well. So that let me let me interject into okay. that part. Mm -hmm. It is so crazy because you're you're talking about the synopsis, the points mm -hmm. of where all, this whole starts. So mm -hmm. you said in the beginning that he was raised by an Egyptian mm -hmm. in in Pharaoh's house. Mm -hmm. It was Pharaoh's daughter that picked him up right. out of the river. So he's raised as an Egyptian mm -hmm. in the Pharaoh's house. You said that you were picking pieces. Look, I feel the presence. You were picking pieces of what surrounded mm -hmm. you to form your identity. Mm -hmm. Now, this is exactly what happens to Moses. Exactly mm -hmm. what you just said. He was picking pieces out of the people that surrounded him. Mm -hmm. But look at this. Because what happened was that when his mom put him in that river, she stayed close because mm -hmm. she was still nursing. Right. And so Pharaoh's daughter says, come here. You're going to help me with this baby. Little did she know that that was his real mom. Mm -hmm. So God allowed his Jewish mother mm -hmm. to stay close to him, even as he was looking out to the sources outside, mm -hmm. identifying with the Egyptian when he, in fact he was Jewish. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. So when he looks at this Egyptian man, the Jewish guy, his essence comes out. <laughs> he was having an identity crisis. Mm. Come on, somebody. Right. He was looking at the Egyptian and he looked at himself. He says, I look Egyptian. And he looked at the Hebrew and he says, I feel like a Hebrew. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, I look like an Egyptian, but I feel like a Jew. Who am I? Mm. And all of a sudden, his essence came out. And that's why he had to look at the Egyptian and say, you better let go of the Jew. Mm. Because the identity that was inside of him, the owner's manual, that essence, the DNA, everything that he was created to be at that moment took over. Jesus. That's why he had to kill him. That's deep.
because it took over his identity took over his real identity pieces that he put together and so all of a sudden when he meets that identity crisis he has to run because mm. now it's challenged he's like <laughs> wait a minute that's right i've been raised egyptian all my life what do you mean that i'm a jewish man because they came mm. up to him and said no 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 no. Mm -hmm. you're hebrew mm. he said me i was raised in pharaoh's house i know everything how you should be a a, a good pharaoh a good mm -hmm. egyptian person i was educated since i was a little baby mm -hmm. All of a sudden, he's having this identity crisis. Like, I'm not who I thought I was. That's deep. This whole time, I thought I was an Egyptian. And you're telling me that I was a Jew? That there's Jewish blood running through my veins? Mm -hmm. So he runs through the, to the desert. And that's when he comes face to face with God, Bonnie. It's like <laughs> this, this shocking thing. Like, what? I'm meeting God for the first time. Mm -hmm. And that's why he couldn't accept it. He's like, who am I? Mm -hmm. He was confused at that moment. He really didn't know. It wasn't because he was stupid. He was because he grew up one thing, thinking one thing, like mm -hmm. many of us do. When we come to Christ, well, I was telling that to Fani. Isn't it crazy? We come to Christ and the Bible says, well, all the things, all the old things are past. Mm -hmm. I have made everything new. You know, you no longer live. Now Jesus Christ lives in you. Well, how does that, how does that work? I'm used to being my old me, mm -hmm. but you mean that my old me doesn't work anymore? You want me to be a new creation? How does that work? All I've never, all I've ever known was the old me. Oh my God, that's that's a, a painful yeah. reality, yeah. and that that's the the same reality that he had to come to. Yeah. And when he was in that desert and he faced that bush, and all of a sudden, on top of that, which was crazy, the bush yeah. starts speaking, and he's like. What is going on? He's just like, I'm just going crazy. I don't know. <laughs> I'm in the desert way too long, right? <laughs> and, you know, God confronts him and he says, look, I made you with a purpose. Mm -hmm. I'm here to tell you what the purpose is. I've seen what my people are going through and what I trained you for the battle through the circumstances you were mm. going through. A lot of us, you know, sometimes we're ashamed of who we are, or where we came from, but the very place where you came from trained you for where you're gonna be right now. Mm. I can say that because I, I feel that for me. You know, a lot of the things that I went through, a lot of the things that I had to come out, out of, a lot of the things that maybe somebody might look at me and say, that's a flaw. Mm. Your, your, your character is way too strong. You're just, mm, girl. God factored all your flaws in. He factored all those things okay. in and he still chose us. That's right. The same thing that you just said, all of a sudden, this man says, wait a minute. Everybody has always characterized mm -hmm. me as a stutterer. Yep. I don't know how to speak. Da, 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 da. You want me to go and speak to the commander in chief and the words da, 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 don't mm -hmm. even come out? <laughs> Listen, he made so many excuses that God at the end had to say, what happened was, I'm gonna go send you. What, who was it? His brother. Aaron. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you a crew. You're gonna roll up in there with a crew. You don't want to do it by yourself. That's fine. I'm gonna give you a crew, and you're gonna have your brother speak for you. But I'm gonna use you. It's crazy. He had at that point. He just had no 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 excuses. Choice. No, he had no choice. He had God said, "I'm choosing you, and you're the going, and that's it. I don't care if I have to send." A posse with you. Come on. If I gotta have somebody else write for you, if I have to have somebody else speak for you, I'm, I'm gonna just I'm sending you. 
I don't care how many times you deny it. You're going. <laughs> That's right. My God. And he that to us. But you know he what? It, you know us. what it is, is that purpose isn't always going to be easy. Nope. But you have to trust that guy am is going to have your back. Mm. He's going to back you up. If he said it, he's going to bring you through it. If he chose you, he knows what he put inside the app. Oh, my God. You know, some of us were creative. We don't even know all our functions. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we don't know that if we do this, we can do this, you know? And all of a sudden, you find yourself doing things that you don't even think you were capable of. Yes. Every time I hear your testimony, Fanny, mm -hmm. and you say to us or to anybody that you're sharing your testimony, we say, I didn't know I can sing. Mm -hmm. But God did. Yeah. Because he revealed it before mm -hmm. you even knew it. Because I, I remember when I met you and, and God gave you a word. And, and I told you, I see musical notes coming out of your, your throat. You were like, I'm dead, you know? And then all of a sudden you said, I've never sang in front of anybody. I said, yep. were you kidding? You, you told me she can sing. She didn't even know that she had it in her. And that's what, what happens when we don't go to the source, mm -hmm. the person that made us. Yep. He knows exactly what he's hidden inside of Amen. us. If you look at God and you say, God, Right here, right now, I need to know my purpose. Come on. I don't want to run around the bush. I, I don't want to beat around the bush. I need to know what you created me for. I don't want to waste any more time. I want to be on assignment. I want to do what I was made to do. I want to function the way I was made to function. God, because he made you, he knows the treasures that he has hidden inside of you. Fanny was talking about the gifts and, and, and all these different things that God has put inside of us. He knows exactly what he's hidden inside mm. of you. And only he can reveal it to you. Yes. Amen. Um, it's important for us to know that. Um, I think he didn't think he was capable of, of what God to do. Mm -hmm. Right. And so he needed proof. He needed God to. To, to show him that he can become a leader. And I think throughout all these different things that he had to go through, 40 years in the desert, that's a long lesson, sister. Yeah. That's a long lesson. But I think finally he was able to look at himself and say, you know what, if God said I can do it, he can't be wrong. If he right. chose me, even though I feel unqualified, mm -hmm. he's, he, he's going he's gonna to make it happen. Yes. Um, there's a saying that says that God doesn't call the qualified but he qualifies the called. Mm. And a lot of the times we don't understand that. You're going to walk in here, right? Knees knocking. You're going to be scared. But it's like Fanny says, everything I do, I do scared. You got to keep it moving. You got to believe what God is saying. If God says, you know what? I'm going to give you an opportunity to, to speak to somebody, to preach, to maybe give a Bible lesson. Go and do it. We all do it scared. We all have to t take a deep breath and say, God, you take over. Because <laughs> we all feel unqualified because we are. And if you feel unqualified, that's what qualifies you. Because right. if you said, no, I got this. Mm -hmm. God, God, God will sit you right down because then you don't need him. Mm. Then it's your show. <laughs> your show. God has to be. That's why we feel unqualified, but it's okay. When you feel unqualified, that's what qualifies you. Amen. Amen. Ladies, tonight is about purpose. It's identity crisis versus purpose. Purpose mm -hmm. is always going to remain because that's what you were created to be. That's right. And when you know your purpose, you can't have an identity crisis. Mm. Amen. You Praise gotta, the Lord. You got to look to the source. 
Amen. Um, I want to go ahead and uh, go into affirmations today. Um, I think that this topic is is one of those topics that, you know, kind of goes deep into the root mm. um, because it makes us assess. Question. It makes us question. It makes us assess ourselves. And, you know, um, if you're like me and you're like a deep thinker, um, <laughs> you're probably all in your thoughts and in your feelings right now. Mm. But um, I think that the Holy Spirit, he, he just works in that way. You know, he wants to reveal these things to you. And so if tonight you were touched by these things and you feel like you're going through a crisis, whatever that may be, or maybe you you're you just don't know. You're like in between. Like, mm -hmm. God, I know that I have some gifts. I know that I have talents and I sort of use them here and there. But um, it are is those gifts or what I'm doing right now, the purpose that you have for my life? Mm -hmm. Or are you trying to do something else with me? What is it, God? Um, mm, that's so good. That's good. I think that this is one of those moments or topics that you need to assess. Amen. Um, Let me add one more mm -hmm. thing to that because you just brought something very important. One of the things that, that I think that that reminds me of is one day when, when God spoke to you and said, I used the directing the worship team mm -hmm. to get you to where you are right mm -hmm. now. Sometimes God will use maybe something to just kind of get your feet wet, mm -hmm. right? Because if he told you, you're going to travel the world and you're going to preach my word, I think you would just faint right there. And then those emojis that just fall mm -hmm. on the floor and you're like, I'm dead. <laughs> you, you, you probably be paralyzed with fear. Yeah. So what God does is that he will allow you to do some things just to wet your feet. Mm. And you might think, and you might be fooled to think that that is your purpose, mm. but that was just the excuse to get you out there. Jesus. Oh my God. I Sometimes it. I look at it and I'm like, you know what? I started the church and, and I, I love this about Bishop Jakes. Cause he always says, People always want to put this label on me that I'm the, I'm just a pastor. Mm. But he says, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm an author. I'm a movie screenplay writer. I'm this, I'm that. And he goes on to list a slew of things that God has gifted him with. And I love it because I can identify. I can see myself and say, you know why I started the church four years ago with my husband. But I'm not only a pastor, I'm also a prophet. I can also have apostolic tendencies because I love to build. I can go out there and 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 be entrepreneurial because I'm a businesswoman. You know, I'm an author because I have a book inside of me that I'm I'm trying to finish writing. And all of a sudden, people want to put you in this box, mm -hmm. and you're like, you better get off of me. You better get off of me because I'm not done identifying all the qualities mm -hmm. that God has hidden inside of me. Jesus. And I think sometimes. Whatever we're doing right now, we might think that that's our purpose and God is done with us. But I got news, Flash, for you. I got news. It's breaking news. Not fake news. It's breaking news. And the breaking news is that sometimes in order for God to lure you out of your uh, uh, complacency, comfort. your comfort zone, mm -hmm. your I'm too scared, I'm mm -hmm. too shy, I'm an introvert. Yeah. <laughs> in order for him to lure you out, he's going to have to trick you just a little bit. I'm all those things, by the way. That's why I said it. <laughs> I threw her under the bus without her knowing it, but then she found out she got the memo. But listen to me. Those are the things he does because he loves us so much. And he knows we're probably going to say, just like Moses, we're going to have to, we're going to give him a list as to why we don't qualify. 
but he's going to look back at us and say, uh-uh, I know what I hid inside of you. And I, I'm not calling you because I think you're qualified. I'm calling you because I'm going to qualify because I put the stuff in you and I'm going to bring them out. One by one, I'm going to bring them out. So if you're wherever you are, whether it's in your car, in your living room, in your bedroom, wherever you are. And like Fanny said, you're in your feelings right now because you're like, you know, I'm singing in the choirs. I'm, I guess I'm a Levite. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm a worshiper. That, that's my calling. Mm -hmm. And you stay there. And God is saying today, he's telling you, he's confirming. There's some people that have been asking God, is this my purpose? And God is saying, no, I just got you there. I put you there to get you out of your comfort zone. Because what I'm about to do in this season, if you even what I'm saying, I, I, I'm going to rock your, your boat. You know, I believe mm. that that is what you need to have. You need to be uh, courageous, be fearless, you know, be a, a go-getter. Like, mm. literally, even in fear, even whatever negative feeling you may be feeling, I'm telling you that uh, when I have walked out of my boat, right, when I decided to to believe, believe and trust in, in what God told me to do, um, I was scared. I was scared as heck. But you know what? I can tell you that every time that I have done what God has asked me to, to, to do, I have felt, I have felt great. I have felt good because it, I can see the purpose behind right. me. That girl that I used to be, that girl that had no identity, that didn't know what God wanted for her life. I can tell you, it took me about 26 years mm. to be where I am. And it took me so Jesus. long because I was scared. I was scared. I, I felt like that little girl for so long. And I'm not saying that that has gone away because at times I still feel like that little girl. But you know what? It's like when you're, when you have a parent, when your dad or your mom says, come here, jump, and I'm going to catch you. Ooh. I think that that is where I have learned to trust the Lord, where That's I'm like, right. Abba, Father, I trust you. Yes. You tell me to jump out of here. I'm about to jump because I know that your arms are wide open. That's and I'm right. Like, I think that when we can get to a mindset or to a place, it's it's actually faith. When you can get your faith to a level where you're like, you know what, God, I trust you. Mm -hmm. Because trust and faith go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. Right? They go hand in hand. And so when you're saying, God, I believe in what you're going to do with me, you're trusting him. That's and right. so although you're scared, you're still going for that's it. Right. And that's when you're going to find that your life is purpose purposeful, you know? Amen. Mm, amen. Amen. So I want to go ahead and go into the affirmations if you don't have anything yeah, go ahead. else to say, Pastor. Um, tonight I declare that I have uh, been chosen for such a time as yes. this. Yes. Open Lord. up your mouth wherever you are. Come on. Write this down if you need to. Mm. I declare that I have purpose. I declare that I was chosen. Mm -hmm. I declare that I know who I am. Yes. And I declare that I will trust in the great I am to fulfill his will in my life. My Lord. Amen. My Lord. Ladies, if there is something that God is asking you to do, I have some girls here saying um, they've been feeling like they need to... Uh, I've been feeling to post encouraging videos, but I feel so unqualified mm -hmm. to do that. Listen, if we can sit here and talk to you about all our insecurities, we'd be here for days. Listen, we're all insecure about what God is asking us to do. But if he's putting, go ahead and do it. Even if you mess up, you know what? 
you're gonna you're, you're you're gonna go in there and even if you mess up you'll know that you know what you were obedient you know it's one step at a time if god says you know what do this and you do it and even if you mess up god is gonna say you know what she was obedient i'm taking her to the next level yeah. because many times he's just trying to test our obedience mm. he, he ain't trying to uh, make sure you get it right you know, because it's like training wheels. We're, we're going to mess up. We're going to say some stuff. You might want to say Genesis and you say Revelations. I don't know. You might say, you know what, that was in Psalms and it was in, in First John or Second mm -hmm. John or Third John. You're like, I didn't know John had so many. I thought it was just, just one John. I thought it was a gospel John. No, there's just a little First John, Second John, John, you know, all that. Little but what John. I, Little John, Big John. <laughs> Listen to me. It doesn't matter. Get your feet wet. Get out there. Do what God is asking you to do. Stop being so fearful. You know, I think that the only regret you're going to have is that you didn't try at all. Oh, my God. Mm. You know how many people have gone to the grave without accomplishing the purpose or the will that God had for their life? Mm -hmm. And I think that when you can think of that and apply it, you're like, you know what? Oh, I don't I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that person that dies with their purpose you know, inside of them. I have, I had a book inside of me, but yeah. I never wrote it. You know who, who, uh, uh, uh said that and, and he's always quoted a Miles Monroe. Mm. He's, he always quoted that before he passed. He said that the grave is full of books. Mm. And, and when they asked him, what are you talking about? He said, you know, there's so many people that had books inside of them. They never wrote it. And when they died, they took it to the grave. So the, the cemetery is full of books and the cemetery is so full of purpose that mm -hmm. was not realized it was not uh, uh nobody dared to do it listen go go knees knocking go even if you're scared if you, you don't know what you're doing i as you was going to perfect the craft god is going to get the marbles out of your mouth and you're going to be able to enunciate what god is saying you're not going to stutter mm -hmm. anymore amen we we love you so much ladies i mean this has been such a great topic i i've loved this topic yes. Um, one of my faves so far, um, ladies, if God is asking you to do something, you know, you have to understand that you were created with an assignment, with a mission. He knows what that is. And if he's leading you to do something, he's going to go with you. He's going to give you the strength. He's going to give you the capacity, um, to be able to fulfill it. We affirmed life. We, we affirmed that we are here for such a time as this. Mm -hmm. We affirm that we have a purpose. When you don't know your purpose, you will always end up having identity crisis. Mm -hmm. Because when things start to shift around, your identity is going to shift with it. But purpose cannot be moved. Purpose is encrusted in our DNA mm -hmm. as to who we are and what we were created for. So leave today understanding that you have a purpose. You just need to find what it is. Amen. And the only one that has the key to that is the lord the lord the lord ladies mm. before we go if you don't have anything else to say go ahead Pastor, i just want to remind y'all that we are on all digital platforms please go and rate us on apple if you have apple or if you can rate us on any other platform just do it um it brings us up it brings level up girl podcast mm -hmm. up so that more people can come in contact with it That's um right. and of course this is a movement we want it to move and so we mm. need your help um, so if you can go rate us, leave a comment, That's share right. it with anybody, we would really, really appreciate it. Another thing, don't forget, we have Level Up Girl t-shirts. Come on, shirts. somebody. They are now available. You can go to Luz Hernandez Ministry.
Industries. If you're looking uh, at the screen route, it is www.lhm.org. That's right. Go ahead. Go in there. They, ha um, they have a, a page that has a shop. They have a couple of t-shirts. This is one of them. Go in there while supplies last we're not going to promise that everybody's going to get one uh it's first come first serve there's some people that have already reserved them there's three ladies that got three free t-shirts they're going to be on their way out we already have your sizes and your address we are shipping them this week so you should be able to get them if you want to give to somebody else make sure that when you purchase it you send a little note on the side saying this is the address that i want you to send it to or if you want to ship it to yourself and then gift wrap it and do whatever you want to do you can do that also so that you can get it in time for the holidays please do it as soon as possible be while supplies last um ladies if you want to send us your testimonies we enjoy sharing yes. testimonies about you girls with each other uh, whenever you send her testimonies, she shares them with me. Whenever you send, I share them with her. Uh, it encourages us. It makes us understand that this is a movement from God and that there's many women that um, God is touching and God is speaking to and God is blessing. So go ahead and share this with somebody. Don't be stingy with the word. Come on. Share this with some girl. <laughs> Help her get up to level just like you are being blessed and moving up to level. Wow, what a powerful message that was. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family as we release new episodes every week. And don't forget, it's time to level up, girl.